Oh, no, not yet. No, 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 no. I've started. I've started recording. <clears throat> Hi. Hey, bitches. Hey, bitches. Welcome back to episode five of Ice Coffee and Margaritas. Can you fucking hear me or not? No, you're like so. D- stop recording and try again. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, bitches. Hey. Welcome back to episode five of Iced Coffee and Margaritas. I'm Lydia. I'm Charlotte. And uh, we're here to fuck shit up. No. <laughs> that, no, that was the tagline. That's what we decided on originally. <laughs> Is that. That's what the tagline was. We're here to finish it up. Oh, no. It was, we're here to cause a problem. (laughs) We feel like we've grown. Have we? Have we haven't, but okay. I definitely haven't. I'll tell you, I've regressed in the last couple of days. (laughs) It's okay. We're all problems. Yeah. My, uh, my stepdad came down to check the mousetraps and uh, he saw four empty bottles of wine on the floor and he went, uh, what are you doing? Yeah. And I looked at him and I was just like like father like daughter and then he just didn't know what to do with himself so for Amen. those of you that are new my dad was an alcoholic and that's what killed him so that is why oh no <laughs> never a oh. dull moment in the life of charlotte amen sister Fuck. <laughs> you and me both i tell you i don't know how how deep i want to get into my life occurrences in the past couple days but well oddly enough today's episode is about millennials and about um how you're either conforming or you're not conforming and like what is conforming and so the topics we kind of want to touch on just so you're all aware um you know topics of like um being a mom um you know going with the traditional gender roles and you know like doing everything that your boomer parents told you to do and are you doing them and if not society told you to do literally Mm -hmm. so that's where that's where we're starting today and to to preface this you know we're both 27 Mm -hmm. we are both unwed and we do not have children and according to our ancestors we are extreme disappointments (laughs) yeah no kidding fuck my god um hold on I just want to pause here for five seconds and just, I want to wish Charlotte a happy fucking birthday this week. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I want everybody to know you deserve all the good things in life. And I know it's a a day early, but I just want to wish you a beautiful, happy birthday. Oh, thanks, Lydia. That's very sweet of you. You're welcome. We need to go off Zoom so I can hug you. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We have to plan something to actually meet each other again in face to face. My God, it's been weeks, literally, since I saw you last. It's been four episodes. Yeah. Ew, what a measurement. I know. It's like, what an accomplishment, but like, ew. Yeah. How fast time has gone. Yeah. Right? And we were not consistent in the beginning. And what? I said we were not consistent in the beginning. I think our first episode aired and then it was like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Our, like our, I, our thing is still set to update, like updated bi-weekly just in case like 
you know, we fall to the wayside a little bit and we need that extra week. Um, but I feel like so far after the second episode, we've been pretty consistent. We're adults. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that part, but legally, yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever like get in a situation and you're like, I need an adult. And then you look around and you realize, oh, it's me. I'm the adult here in this situation. I'm the one that's supposed to handle this every day. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, I'm at work and something occurs and I'm like, oh my God, I need to like call somebody in charge. It's me. I'm the one who's in charge. Literally, my everyday life. Yeah. I'm like, I need to call someone. This doesn't make sense. And I'm like, ah, it is me. Yeah. I'm the one that's supposed to be doing this. Okay. Mm, I got to use my problem solving skills and figure mm-hmm. this out. Fuck. Phenomenal. Um, what are you drinking? I have a Jackson Triggs Shiraz. Oh, Shiraz? Shiraz. Shiraz? Maybe. Shiraz. Not sure. Maybe if you were like, British, it'd be Shiraz. I'm drinking a Shiraz. You know, I think the delicious man at the gym that I keep looking at has a British yeah. accent, so I'm still trying ah. to land that. And oh um, yeah, no new developments because our gym times are off. Fuck. With me not going as much because of me, um, yeah. he's like he obviously has his set schedule, and mm-hmm. my schedule, if I'm on and and going, is mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So. <laughs> My gym partner, she's like, oh, he was here yesterday. She's like, I was so tempted to go up and be like, here's Charlotte's number. Call mm-hmm. her. And then I looked at her and I was like, he doesn't know my name. So be bold. Just like, <laughs> she was just know. like, who else would I be talking about? I was like, touche, touche, girl, touche. Have you ever seen uh, him on his phone? Uh, like usually when he, I can tell when he's picking a song, like you can tell when someone's like scrolling through like Spotify or something. Um, so like, I know he has a phone, but he's like very much like he's in there, he's head down, he's doing his workout and now he looks for me and I'm like, yeah, I've interrupted your workout. So when he's the marriage is next month, I condone, I bless the marriage. Um, but have you noticed whether or not he has a. An, an iPhone or like a Samsung or anything or okay so <laughs> full <laughs> disclosure uh-huh I started doing this when I was traveling a lot when I'm in an airport or like even in the Costco gas line uh-huh. I airdrop people yes bitch that's what I was gonna say <laughs> I have a set amount of memes that yeah I that I just airdrop and then I'll change my name on uh-huh. it so like it might just have like sometimes I just leave my name yeah depends on how i'm feeling like the last time i was on the east coast and i was in an airport and someone had their airdrop name as batman so i sent them <laughs> batman memes the entire time we were waiting it happened that our flight got delayed oh, he sat two god. rows ahead of me <laughs> oh my god that is amazing i think that's so funny i would love for you to find out whether or not he has an iphone and then if uh if he has like his airdrop thingy on I, I keep mine you, open all the time just for that possibility. Yeah, I, I want think, people to airdrop me. Yeah, I think you need to do that. That's like honestly the funniest thing. Oh my god. Okay, so um, I asked you what you're drinking. I'm drinking. Um, do you know those Fever Tree mixers? No. Okay, so they're like these little bottles of like basically mix for like your booze. It's like a okay. carbonated drink. There's like a ginger beer one. Um, like there's a cup, like tonic water. 
I was in Walmart, I was in Walmart and I, and I, well, let me preface this. I'm obsessed with grapefruit. I fucking love grapefruit. Delicious. Oh, I'm weird. I love it. <laughs> anyway. So I saw that they had a grapefruit and rose flavored, oh. um, like carbonated bubbly mix thing. Anyway, I've vowed off alcohol for an indefinite amount of time. Um, fair enough because my weekend and uh anyway so that's what I'm drinking I'm just drinking the mix and my taste still hasn't fully come back but like I can kind of get that like grapefruit flavor and (gasps) I am fucking obsessed oh my god I need to buy like 45 cases could you see Mm, I can I was I was expecting it to be like clear no you and your pineapple glasses I know it's like my shit so I tweeted to Fever Tree. I'm like, sponsor us because I fucking love this shit and I want 100 oh. cases of it. And all, all I'll do is just take videos of me drinking it. I'll hop and on I'll, that train, no problem. Yes, it's so good. And I have put some uh, tequila in it. Amazing. It is mm. amazing. Mm-hmm. So when I was losing a bunch of weight, mm-hmm. I ended up switching over because I was a beer drinker. And like after mm-hmm. hockey, I would slam like three pints, two pounds of wings and call it a day. And that's like 9, 30, 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Weird. Charlotte, how did you gain so much weight? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just like six years of that constant, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. January to December. Anyways. Um, so then when I was switching things up, because I was like, well, I still want to go out. I still want to have fun. And I still want to be able to partake in drinking so I need to move to something else I moved to rum and like lime soda water Ooh, and I would squeeze out like an entire lime into it like it made me feel a little bougie I'm not gonna lie that's pretty fancy and now that bubbly has like a lime version I like that Mm -hmm. one so that's it is really good or pc has um for those of you that don't live in Canada, I'm very sorry you don't know what we're talking about, but you're already excelling way past this. We're far, far, far behind. Um, PC has like a ginger ale, but it's like carbonated water ginger ale. Okay. Toss that with some gin. Mm. I hate gin. Oh, well, Ugh. I'll drink it. I'm, I don't know why. Like I love floral flavors, but gin. Ugh. I'm still at the phase where I like free alcohol no matter what I <laughs> I can't drink it. It makes me like just, you know, when like you drink something and it gives you full body shutters. Yes. That's what I, what happens to me when I, when I even smell gin, it's just, oh blah, blah, blah. I don't You'll like hate it. to know this. The, the last guy who I was uh, finagling with, if you will, <laughs> he would, um, he would pick up some alcohol some nights when like, say for his birthday, mm-hmm. and he picked up some drinks and, and he's like, Oh, do you like cider? I was like, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I was like, and I told him, I was like, I still drink anything that's free. So <laughs> I brought pizza. Um, mm-hmm. So he picked up some cider and I assumed he was drinking ciders. Yeah. And I was like, mm. he drank a full Mickey of gin. Almost what? straight. Well, yeah. What a it- menace to society. <laughs> Turns out he's a little bit of an alcoholic. Shocking. Um, (laughs) I know how to pick up. I was going to say, girls go after people who are like their fathers, which is terrifying for me. For both of us. Yeah, literally. literally, My God, God, I'm doing the sign of the cross. (laughs) Okay, so speaking of fathers and families, um, Mm -hmm. so a huge controversial opinion, if you will, is Mm. women should have children. And I'm personally, 
Charlotte personally is in the boat where I'm not interested in having my own children. Right. I don't want to be pregnant. That horrifies me. Those of you that have done it, good on you. I don't know how. It scares me. It keeps me up at night. Yeah. Um, I it, it's a nightmare. And um, and if I do decide, like, I don't care to have blood children. Right. I don't. People who are just like, oh, I need to have my own blood, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ew, what hierarchy are you trying to sustain and how racist is it? Like, yeah. What? And um, so there was a guy I did a couple summers ago and I was having some undercarriage issues, if you will, where uh-huh. the my doctor brought up the topic of you may not be able to have children. And I was like, I was already like, no problemo. Mm-hmm. Take it out. Nope. Sure. No problem. Yeah. And so I brought it up with the guy that I was dating because I was like, okay, like I need to know if you want to have children and what your stance is on bio kids and whatnot. Right. Turns out he was adopted, so he was fine with it. Oh. And so I was like, oh, great. And then after that, like, ended. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he tried to rekindle. And he's like, I want my own children. Like, my stepdad is awful or my adoptive dad is awful, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ew. We're going to mm-hmm. break up now. <laughs> right. If you're not on the same page when it comes to something as you know, major as children, then like you got to cut your, your losses. Sorry. It's it's not going to work either way you cut it. And like the way I see it, I'm like, there's so many children already existing in this planet, Mm -hmm. whether they, you know, the mothers wanted them or it it came out of a horrible situation or they just couldn't even afford to raise the the child, whatever the situation is. I would much rather take a child that's already living and breathing on this planet I am pro choice. You do what you want. Mm-hmm. Then bring someone else into this world. And I'm also the person who wants senior dogs and to adopt teenagers. <laughs> I don't want little, like I love a little nugget. They're yeah. Cute. I would rather have someone have some life skills already. Yeah. I think that's fair. We have to like, remember too, you're getting a teenager. That is like a whole personality that has been formed right but it's, then I think again it's the challenge uh, yeah I was gonna say you're like pretty like tough so I feel like you could do it I mean I did coach a whole teenage girls hockey team so I had personalities from like age 10 to to 13 for eight months terrifying and it worked out that the uh, the one who had the most hissy fits hugged me at the end of the season so mm. I will take my teenagers look at you um Charlotte's pouring more wine I love her <laughs> I aim for half a bottle per podcast. <laughs> you aim for half a bottle per podcast. That's what I my- did last episode. And I was so drunk afterwards. It was not okay. Like, you know, Just- I I think I said like the very first episode that we did, I'm not a huge drinker. Like I, I really don't drink that often. Um, but I was like, oh, I'm feeling like a little crazy. I was shit faced. God, (laughs) like two glasses of wine, I'm done. I'm toasted. Oh my! So that's my tolerance. My God, God. yeah. How about you, Lydia? What's your What's your stance and kind of how? um, I guess like how have your parents kind of played a role and like if you've had that conversation of them, like if you're gonna grant them with grandchildren, etc. Like what is what does that look like for you? So honestly, it's a really I feel like, you know, have you ever seen those balls that are just like made out of elastics, like those rubber band balls? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like my thought process 
kind of looks like that. Okay. Kind of, it kind of looks like a rubber band ball where, you know, okay. I, I think about my genetics and like, just like health problems, things like that, that my family has. And it's like, do I want to pass that down? Do I want to, you know, also like, do I want to bring a child into this world and fuck it up the way my parents fucked me up? Um, I just, I know that we discussed this, but I'll just say it for like the sake of the podcast, but just did my first therapy session, uh, yesterday and like, I don't know, seven years round of applause. Thank you. Proud of you. Well done. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it for yourself and that's really all that matters. Yeah. I literally paid, um, $150 just to cry for an hour. Oh my God. (laughs) Get on a sliding scale. What are you doing? (laughs) I know. Um, but she's awesome. Like she's a really nice lady and I, I really liked her, but, um, yeah, like uh, the conversation that I had with her, cause we talked about kids and you know what it's like to be 27 pressures, things like that. Like literally the conversation that we're having right now. And I had said to her, like, you know, I'm really not sure. I, I don't think I want to anymore because I'm terrified at the fact that I'm going to fuck another human being up the way that my parents screwed me. And, you know, my mother is amazing. I love her to pieces, you know, wouldn't change her. But, um, I found that, you know, now that I get older and I look back at my childhood, it's like, I think, how could you have done those things or allowed those things to happen? Or why didn't you pay enough attention? Things like that. And it's like, I don't ever want to be that way. I don't ever want to make another human being feel the way I did or leave them with like these types of like thoughts or these really like, I want to say convoluted, but it's not the correct word that I'm, I'm trying to find here, but like convoluted thoughts and you know, like just like avenues that my brain is taking, like with when I handle certain things and, um, talk about the weekend, you know, D and I got into a massive fight and I, you know, things were said and done and whatever. And I had said that, like, I'm exactly like my father Yeah, and, you know, I, God rest his soul you know, I loved him to pieces. He was my dad. Um, but he was very abusive, uh, not only to my mom, but very verbally abusive and mentally and emotionally abusive to my siblings and I, and it's, I see certain things come out in me, for example, and we're getting really deep here. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> but, um, you know, for example, this is so stupid and it sounds so dumb when I say it out loud, but this is how my dad was. So D had the fridge open and he, I think he was like pouring milk into a bowl, eating cereal, some shit. Okay. I don't know. And he had left the fridge open 
um, while he was pouring the milk into the bowl. Did you get spanked for doing that as a child? Because I, got, I did. I got yelled at. Yeah. I get, I get screamed at. Like, how dare you waste hydro or whatever utility that is. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. So, and I said to him, I said, why do you need to keep the refrigerator door open? And he's like, what? And I snapped at him. And immediately I was like, I am so sorry. You didn't deserve that because that's just not right. Like, why, why does that matter? What did that cost? Five cents at most? Yeah. Like, well. I think you're I think you're setting yourself up for a different lifestyle because here you are at 27, you're recognizing these behaviors that you don't want to a possess or carry on and you're already taking active steps towards combating that. So then again, you know, if you do decide that you want to have bio kids and bring new life into this world, it's not going to be at 27. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you have a secret you're not telling me or, no. or a podcast. Um, no, girl. <laughs> there are no um, babies in sight, my God. Um, and then, again, like, if the way I think of it, if I become a mom, it's going to be in my probably mm-hmm. mid to late 30s, which is old in the mm-hmm. world. And I imagine if you're on your journey of self-reflection and becoming the person you want to be and correcting some behaviors, right. it's going to take some time. And then if yeah. you, know, you decide that you want to have children, you have to try, you know, sometimes it doesn't always work on the first try. So you're already putting yourself in a better position than what your parents were in, where in their mind, mm-hmm. they, whether they knew this was right or wrong or not, they continued. Mm-hmm. And whether they knew it was right or wrong or not, they didn't make the active steps in order to change that. Because, you know, you're having a fight with D and immediately after you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait, like I shouldn't mm-hmm. have done that. I'm in the wrong where you're automatically fixing yourself. Mm-hmm. You're correcting yourself and you're apologizing. So even though like right now you're kind of snapping, mm-hmm. like give yourself some time, you know, cut yourself some slack. Thanks. And, you know, in a, in, in a month or two, in, in a week or two, depending on how fast your brain reprocesses everything, mm. he can leave that fridge open for five minutes and you'll just be like, <laughs> why didn't you, you forgot to close the fridge? Just like you forgot to put your socks in the hamper. Can you just do that? Thanks. Like, yeah. Instead yeah. of full blown snapping. So then you're going to get to a point where those behaviors that were passed on from our lovely parents Mm-hmm. Won't won't even be second nature anymore. Like I'm now that when I moved home, I realized I was kind of falling into bad habits, which is acting exactly like my mother. And I called my therapist and I was like, um, excuse me, this is happening. Help yeah. me. And then so we did we did our thing and we did our reprocessing and you know, and then I got back to where I was before when I had moved out and I was living in the city and and how I would handle situations. So right. it just it takes time and like you got to give yourself a break. People give yourself a break. You're literally mm-hmm. doing the best you can. Some of us have been dealt a hard hand. Some of us have been dealt a shitty hand. Some of us mm-hmm. have been dealt the worst hand in the world. And all you can do, especially if you recognize your bad behaviors, all you can do is say, okay, I know what I'm doing and I know what's wrong and I know what's right. And as long as I stay on this path where I have goals and I'm going to therapy, and I'm talking to so-and-so, and I'm doing what I need to do, and I'm rectifying my actions, mm-hmm. there's no reason to be so hard on yourself. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Also, um, I realized last podcast, I talk really fast. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I so sorry. you down. <laughs> so sorry if I rifle through that. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. I, You know, it feels really good having somebody 
validate me. And that's kind of what um, my therapist did on yesterday, yesterday morning. And, you know, I had said to her, I was like, thank you for not making me feel like I'm crazy. And she goes, you're not crazy. And I'm like, I, I feel like I am a little bit though. And like, we're all like, a little offside. I yeah. would say. Like, you know, sometimes we do some things and you're like, wow, okay, mm-hmm. a little offside here. But I think when it comes down to your core and your soul, you're mm-hmm. you're good. Thanks. You're good. I'll meet you at the pearly gates of hell, but like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's you know, it's um it's a really unfortunate like internal battle, if you will. Uh and I I don't think that I'm like unique in any of that. Like I, I'm sure a lot of people have, you know, experienced these emotions and my God, like you said, people have gone through way shittier things than I have. I mean, I've been dealt, you know, crack hand. I'm going to stop you right there. Uh huh. I'm going to, I'm going to just pump the brakes on that just because people have had it worse than you doesn't make what you're carrying any less heavy. God bless you. It doesn't, it could, what I can be carrying and what you could be carrying and what, I don't know, Joe Blow down the road is carrying Mm -hmm. could all be different kilos. But to us, it's still the same heavy. He could have a hundred thousand kilos on him. He's probably dead if he's got that little (laughs) weight on him. But (laughs) figuratively, Mm -hmm. if we envision this, um, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, you could. You can meet someone new, a new friend or a new partner or a mm-hmm. new adult, uh, a new boss, and they could have what we would think would be a very slight inconvenience happen. Right. And it could be as heavy as the traumatic things we're dealing with. Right. And that's okay. It's, you know. Yeah. And just like how how you, for some reason right now, we're thinking that because, you know, John down the road had a, a worse life than you that you're kind of invalidating yourself so we're just gonna nip that in the butt right now okay thanks <laughs> i'm 150 dollars an hour thank you <laughs> yeah i was gonna say holy shit like i wasn't expecting this my god my therapist did wonders to me yeah. she like did work oh my god she did and she has a sliding yeah. scale so i could afford her yeah that's nice i mean you know what the way that I look at it is like your car needs maintenance and you're going to pay like what you have to pay to get your car fixed and running. So right. I'm going to pay what I have to pay to get my brain working properly. Right. Um, and there's like another disconnect that mm-hmm. also comes between the the different, like the boomer generation, like my parents are boomers. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to therapy, also just admitting that they're wrong, they can't do that to save their life. Um but I, I told my family that I was in therapy whenever, you know, I'm done now. My therapist is like, you're mm-hmm. fine. Like, fly Go away. away. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, fly away. You're fine. I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, our last two sessions, you've talked about nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. Um, so then I, you know, I said, you know, I was in therapy and blah, blah, blah. And my mom, word for word, told me people who need therapy, people who need therapists lack common sense. Meanwhile, her son, my brother struggles with an eating disorder mm-hmm. he struggles with self-confidence he struggles right. with having ambition and goals and getting himself out of bed right. i think he's still so depressed from my dad passing and he will go on tangents about how much he hates me for minutes at a time like he's struggling 
and the fact that openly the one parent that he still has left that he's actually really close with so him and my mom are really close um the one parent he still has just shot down what would be a a realistic aid to to help problem solve and to right to help better his future just shot him down she poo-pooed it and and hasn't done it once has done it many times right so it's just been you know anchored into his mind and like mind you he's almost 30 Mm -hmm. i don't i have no idea what's gonna happen to him he's gonna i mean he's gonna live in this house for the rest of his life i know that already (laughs) and my mom are are not not leaving anytime soon yeah they're (laughs) like partners literally i mean it's her house she doesn't have to go anywhere Mm -hmm. um but like my brother is extremely smart Mm -hmm. we have the exact same degree and he has some extra qualifications wow and he's working a a job just above minimum wage local in town and i'm working a white collar job right so it's just it put us in the exact same scenario Mm -hmm. and see what happens and mind you i didn't have a good relationship with my mom when uh, my dad passed so like Mm -hmm. to to have that relationship kind of continue to melt down didn't really contribute as much but for my brother I don't know what he didn't get. I, I remember maybe it was two years after my dad had passed mm-hmm. and my brother was at college the entire time and uh, just because he was of age and whatnot. And I remember my mom said to me the one time, he probably gained probably 150 pounds in those two years. <gasps> like he blew up. He got he got large and not like muscle. He didn't yeah. like bodybuild. Um, mm-hmm. And my mom went after two years. She's like, I never realized how my brother dealt with his um, his grief he ate his feelings Mm -hmm. and I was like it it took you two years to figure it took me about three days like and he wasn't even even in the same city and so now that there's just like such a disconnect where you know people our age people a little bit older like the millennial generation could benefit so so much from it and I'm glad like you know the the mindset and the conversations are pivoting like there's bell let's talk day which is I just think is a a huge money grab by bell like maybe Mm -hmm. just not do that but like concept wise <laughs> nice but like behind the works no not nice yeah um, and and like the conversation is, is shifting mm-hmm. for sure so you know people like uh, people in our age gap and and you know gen z they're gonna have a fighting chance i think to to not only be like financially strong which is apparently the only thing that matters to the older generation mm-hmm. but they're gonna be able to to be mentally strong and to fulfill their life that way i think it's so like when i when i think about all this it's like millennials are i would say the last generation to be raised by boomers yes and with people of that mindset and you know it's i think about our not necessarily yours and mine but like future children of the world And it's like, you know, if they have parents that are supportive and, you know, they allow them to be themselves, et cetera, et cetera, how amazing are they going to then, you know, upbring their possible future children? If, you know, fuck, if the climate doesn't kill us all first. Because I mean, hello, climate emergency. Um, climate change is real. That's another. That's another episode. Um, 
but anyway, you know, um, fi- like figuratively speaking, they're, they're potential children in the future. Um, also I'm really sorry again, if you can hear that, it's my neighbors. And their dog. Oh no, you, you can't hear anything. You're fine. Okay. Okay. So, um, but I just wanted to, you know, mm, you know, just mm, could happen. Could, could possibly get on there. Oh, yeah. So I have a, I have a friend who I coached with. She's 50, call her mid fifties. Cause I stopped counting. Um, her children are in high school. So there's a huge, she was, I think she was f- almost 40 mm-hmm. when she gave birth to her youngest. So wow. there's a huge generational gap mm-hmm. and her husband around the same age, very much boomer mentality. Mm-hmm. She this woman, bless her heart. I, I love that I have her in my life. She's basically mm-hmm. my mom because my mom's not my mom. Um, <laughs> she reads books on how to how to correctly parent. She's going to therapy. She's dealing, mind you, this has all been, I've only known her for about three years. So right. this has all been within in the last three years that she started to do this. And she's like, okay, I realize my son, you know, his, I don't think his, his brain is developed to be the 17 year old that I think he is. Mm-hmm. I think he's his brain is more so developed to be maybe a 12, 13 year old. So I'm going to adjust my parenting expectations. Wow. She's amazing. And so now when her son might have a tantrum over something that a 17 year old wouldn't have a tantrum over, rather a 12 year old would, she parents him like a 12 year old. So she doesn't say like you're a 12 year old, but you know, she's validates his feelings, lets Mm -hmm. him express whatever he needs to express. And Mm -hmm. then after it's all said and done, she sits down with him afterwards and says, like, can can we talk about this? Like, right. like why did you feel that way? Because it could just be, like, at a, a, a blink yeah, and, and whatever. But she's parenting her kids in a way that we can only wish that yeah. we were parented. And, like, oh, I love this woman. She is amazing. And I play hockey with her. We're actually going to a Leafs game ooh, next month. Um, They're going to lose. <laughs> Yes. Um, but it just it just goes to show that even like the older generation, mm-hmm. they can fucking do it. Yeah. It's just a, a matter of like wanting to be wanting to want to be better. Yeah. She wants a relationship with her kids. Yeah. She wants that if her chi- her children children, children and child can't speak. Um, English is hard. She wants that if her children decide to put Mm-hmm. roots down and expand their family she wants to be able to be a part of it right and she doesn't think it's a right she thinks it's a privilege which is another topic of having grandchildren and you know mm-hmm. but it's just it just goes to show where i look at her and you know probably for the first i don't know like five six years of her oldest life her eldest mm-hmm. she said like i was not a good mom I wasn't. And she, now that he's kind of old enough to understand, she sits mm-hmm. down and she'll explain to him because sometimes he'll bring up a memory where to him, the memory wasn't too, too bad because he just remembers like having fun. Um, but he's, right. he'll remember something off and she'll, she'll tell he remembers something off. She'll, she'll sit down and she'll explain the situation to him and she'll explain what happened as like, as an adult mm-hmm. and he understands it. And the amount of respect that her kids have for her. Yeah. Blows my mind. And Every time I see them, they're like, hi, mom, love you. Like, hey, mom, can we hang out today? Hey, mom, can you help me with this? And I'm just like, that's beautiful. I wouldn't even dare to ask my mother to help me. Are you kidding me? The only yeah. thing she's helping me with is checking the mouse traps because I don't want to. <laughs> no, I'm, honestly, that is so beautiful. And it's, it's really, and I think that's another thing too, that parents 
don't do. And, you know, I, I said this, I think in the first episode where it's like, I didn't talk to my dad for however, like maybe over a year or two years. I don't even remember anymore, whatever, but I was waiting for an apology and I still never got it. He never apologized to me for anything that he did. Not even to me, but like to all of us, my mom included his Mm ex-wife and you know, the fact that she's able to acknowledge where she didn't, you know, come to that, you know, where she didn't hit par, you know what I mean? She, she acknowledges that and she's apologized for it and said, you know what? I should have been better. Actually, this is what I could have done or whatever. And she worked on having a a better relationship with her child or children. And I think that's so amazing. And I, I think those kids are super fucking lucky. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Oh, you brought up something that I wanted to touch on. And then I stared at my wine glass and I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) I have the attention span of a squirrel. I almost spit out my fever tree on my laptop. (laughs) Buy a case for $9.99 at your local grocery store. (laughs) I actually, yeah, you know what? They're, fuck, we're not even getting sponsored and I'm sitting here (laughs) talking about this shit. Um, But no, they're like four little bottles and I think they're like $4.99. A little expensive, but you know what? I love them. So I'll splurge on the four little tiny bottles. Oh, I remember what my point was. I start at my wine glass again. Um, (laughs) When my mom, so my mom keeps asking. So her partner, my stepdad Mm -hmm. is a grandfather. He's got one already and one on the way. And he's like, I don't know, two years younger than her, whatever. Mm -hmm. And my mom keeps asking me, when are you going to give me grandchildren? Um, Excuse me, fucking never. Yeah. And so every time she asked me that question, I just like look at her and I give her my, my best, my best death stare. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when are you going to learn that that's not a question for you to be asking? Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll know if you get them. Mm-hmm. And so she asked me again the one time and she asked me in front of my stepdad before I even had a chance to say anything. He's just like, what? She doesn't need to answer that. Mm-hmm. Like she, he was like, what? if it happens, it happens. And I told her, I was just like, I don't plan on giving you any. So you should probably go talk to your son. Like, yeah, you know, the one who doesn't like leave the house Mm -hmm. and she basically was just like, well, more or less in in other words, telling me that she had kids so that we can take care of her in her old age. Oh my God. And I'm like, so did you have any, did you have children for any selfless reasons? Yeah. And like, and that brings up how we have, there's some of our friends that have children and they're like, I had my kids young so I can enjoy my forties and blah, blah, blah. Or, yeah. and I'm just like, can you name a reason that why you had children that's selfless? Mm-hmm. Because it's to the point where people are like, I'm having children young so I can enjoy when I'm older, or I'm having children now so they can take care of me when I'm older. And I'm just like, you realize that's not their purpose. Yeah. I, I remember like just sidebar, but, uh, you know, it was something about doing the dishes. I was maybe like 11 or 12 and my stepdad had been like, Oh, can you do the dishes? And I'm like, oh, I don't really want to, or I, I don't know, made some smart ass comment. And he goes, well, why do you think that we have children? We have children to do chores. And I'm like, mm, okay, bitch. So literally, <laughs> that's literally all I am. I'm a maid. yeah parents did the exact same thing and i'm just like what is 
No, I'm going to, mm-hmm. what? I, instead of having kids, I'm just going to grow my investment and live in a bougie retirement home where someone can wipe my ass. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to spend my money on fucking diapers. I don't want to spend my money on daycare. I was talking to a girl um, that I work with and she was telling me that she pays over $500 a week for daycare. And I'm like, pardon? Yeah. I'm like, excuse me? Like, uh, no, I just threw up in my mouth. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of no to me. And there's a lot of parents who, after they have children, one of them decides to be a stay at home parent because Mm. it costs them less. Yeah. Because they're not earning enough income because not everyone works a, you know, a six figure job and, Mm -hmm. you know, which is fine. And I'm just like, A, I'm going to be bored out of my skull as a Mm -hmm. stay at home mom. Like that's even like we've had the conversation before on why I haven't changed careers or like kind of transitioned because there's a lot of things that are going to pay me to do a lot, a lot of money, but I'm going to be bored. Mm -hmm. I just can't do that shit. And, um, yeah, not a chance. My stay at home mom. Yeah. I'm not, I don't have it in me. I don't, I already know. I don't like, I'm like, you have to entertain them every day. I know every day. What do you do? I don't think I have the capacity for that. And also like to go back to your mom asking you when um, you're planning on having kids. I actually, you know what? My mom doesn't really like, she says like some comments here and there, but like considering that she's like a Latina and you know, the standard is to be like barefoot and pregnant after you're 20 um, oh my or God. younger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, if you're not pregnant, you're not married by your early twenties, like you're old. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, she doesn't really make these comments to me. She, like, like I said, she says some things here and there, but it's not, it's so few and far between that. I like, don't even notice it. Um, but D's father, I think it was, I think it was like new year's 2021. He goes this year. I want a grandchild. And I was like, okay, well you have four children. So, you know, it's not coming from me <laughs> this year. I want a million dollars. What? he was like, no, I, I want you and my son to have a child. And I said, um, fat fucking chance. <laughs> and I was like, it's not happening. I said, are you going to pay for it? No. Literally. And are, do you really want to take, like, I don't know, how long is maternity leave? You can do 12 months or 18 months, but you still get, if you do 18 months, you still get the same amount of money as you would if you took 12 months. It's just like divided differently. Right. Um, which is bullshit, but whatever. what are you, what are you supposed to do for 12 months every day? Mm-hmm. And this, this just comes down to like, also I was having a conversation with another colleague about this. Mm-hmm. Our, what is our purpose here in North America? We literally like get up, go to work, yeah. get up, good work. And yeah. cause we he was live like, to work. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I'm thinking about taking my girlfriend and fleeing to, to Europe. And I was like, make sure there's a spare room for me. Fuck for um, real dude. But yeah. And like, that's, I think that's just the North American way. And, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, no, no fault of our own Yeah, because we literally couldn't afford to, to breathe Hashtag capitalism. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I don't know. And like the fact that children are just so fucking expensive. Yeah. 
like my other boss, Harold, who mm-hmm. has number two on the way, mm-hmm. um, his wife took four months because she, so she's also a fellow Scorpio. Love her. Um, she was bored. Yeah. Like, and so she went back after four months, like part-time, part-time being a regular person hours. Yeah. But since his wife's a doctor, that's a, you know. Yeah. She's like. Part-time's a 40-hour week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like working nonstop. But yeah. yeah. Like, ugh. I just. Like even. Mm-mm. Even now, it's really funny. So she does these little—I don't know—I call them little rendezvous, where mm-hmm. she literally goes up to the north northwest territories for like three weeks at a time. Wait. She makes bank. I'm sure she does. She makes so much money when she does mm-hmm. it. She's four months pregnant. Oh, so she's gone now. She oh, she's leaving in like two weeks. Oh my God. And I was like, I said to Harold, I was like, didn't she go last year too, or whatever yeah. it was? He's like, yeah, she was. You know, four months pregnant with the uh, the one we have now. Oh my so God. Like, what? And I have the exact same personality as her. Like mm-hmm. there's some days where he's just like, you guys are so similar. I don't even know what to do with myself. I was like, run. <laughs> like, What else? You can't get away. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I think if you, for someone like her, for example, mm-hmm. if you took her job away, Mm-hmm. She would suffer a bit. Where for my boss, for Harold, yeah. he loves his son so much. There's days where I'm just like, dude, you need to start working. He's like, but mm-hmm. I'm playing with my son. I'm like, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Bring him with you. Do something. But like, I need you to come into the office and like, I need two hours of your time. He's like, oh, fine. So yeah. I think if you took his job away, yeah, he would still feel very fulfilled because he has his children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he also has his community and his friends and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like it's such it's such a different world. Like he's like a what a Gen a Gen Z no a Gen X, yeah Gen X. So you know he's built his life on. Or how old is he? Forty one. I think he still might be a millennial. No, it's no like way. on the upper cusp of millennial. I know we're at the very bottom of it. Yeah, we're at the it, bottom. It, it could be, but um, I like my sister's thirty eight. She's still a millennial. I'm going to Google it right now. Do it. Cause I need to know. I'm so wearing minds need to know. The <laughs> listeners are probably screaming like, no, you stupid idiot. <laughs> I can Google Lydia. this on my own time. <laughs> like, you dummy. It's this age. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but yeah, like, fuck it is. And also too. Oh, okay. So. The oldest would be turning 40 this year from 1981. Oh, he's, shit. The, he's the bottom. He is at the very bottom, bottom of the He's literally one year. He's one year off yeah. or not even a full year. So he's so. Gen X? No, he's, yeah, he's Gen X. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, like it's so, and his, so his wife's a millennial. Mm. She's a millennial. Nice. Cause she's like, I don't know, seven years younger than him. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. Good for her. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's so wild to think how much pressure society has, Mm -hmm. has put on on us to be like, this is, this is what you should look like. And this is what you should do with your life. Mm -hmm. We've even had this conversation before of like, when do I stop trying to chase something that I don't even know what I'm chasing? Yeah. Like when it comes to my career, I'm content. I mean, I work with, you know, manipulative assholes and narcissists but um i did pick a white collar job so that's, mm-hmm. that's on me um but like i'm content do i deserve more pay yes mm-hmm. if i stay with my current employer will i get that pay in the next five years yeah and 
I'm just like, I don't even know what I want to do because I'm so comfortable and not even comfortable in a sense where like, I'm just like, I, you know, I do my, you know, eight to four, blah, blah, blah. Like I have such a wide berth Mm -hmm. to do whatever the fuck I want. Right. And I'm like, do I want to trade that? And then, you know, I have other friends who they're, they're chasing the six figures Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I feel like that's a lot of work. First of all, maybe I'm not ambitious enough. That could yeah. be a mean thing. But I feel like society has told us that like you just got to keep grinding and you got to keep pushing. And when the fuck Work am I going to relax? Hard. Yeah. When the fuck am I going to relax? Mm-hmm. Like it's if I'm totally constantly true. grinding and I'm constantly, you know, <laughs> trying to build and build and build and build and build. Like when the f- no. And what am I supposed to do? Relax in my forties? Mm-hmm. It's like twenty years away. Yeah, and then die 10 years later? If like, that. no thank you. Yeah. yeah no, no fucking thing. And if yeah. I build a life where we're seeing this now with the baby boomers who can't mm-hmm. retire because they haven't developed another purpose in life. Yeah. And, so that, they and won't that's, retire. That's the other thing too. I, I read something somewhere and it was like, uh, I think it was like an article or maybe it was a TED talk. I can't remember exactly. So if somebody knows what I'm talking about, please don't like at me and try and like do correction here. I'm just trying to spit what I'm, <laughs> what I remember it in my brain. Um, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> I still, I still got enough wine. We're fine. <laughs> love you just. I wanted to check to see if I was at half and I'm not. So we are good to go. <laughs> We're still, we still have time. <laughs> It's like you're, it's like instead of an hourglass, we have an hour bottle. Yeah, and you're and you're the, you're the time passage. Um, but uh, it they had said that um, millennials have been or they've had this notion drilled into their heads that you must find a passion, you must do something you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you have no purpose, and or you're not leads, fulfilled. Yeah, and that leads to a lot of people feeling burnt out because, and I, I'm guilty of this too because I, I was driving to work the other day, and I'm, you know, I manage a, a you know, a distribution center. I have a, a decent job. I get paid well. You know, it's not anything fancy. Um, but I'm like, I'm not passionate about fucking freight and logistics and wait, you're not (laughs) and like (laughs) managing, um, you know, people's shipping accounts and all that bullshit. I have no time for that. I don't care about that. It is not something that I get up every day and I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to go to work and, and (laughs) ship 800 pallets. I don't give a fuck, but I can't wait for Steven to not return my email <laughs> and be incorrect. Fuck that guy. I had a really <laughs> salty email um, discourse with uh, two other people and it was, it was bad. Anyway. Um, it, was <laughs> yeah, it was professional. However, uh, Steven, if you ever hear this, fuck yourself with a cactus. Aggressively. Hard, uh, Do not you. let up. Fuck you, Steven. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I, and I also like, I remember my, my dad always saying to me, you know, do something that you love or you'll, because you'll never work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. And so I've, you know, I, I always have that playing in the back of my head and it's like, well, what do I love? 
What do I love to do? You know, what do I want to do every single day until I retire? And like, what? I'm sorry, but all the jobs that are out there, I don't fucking love any of them. No, my dad gave me the same, same spiel. Yeah. And then I told him when it came time for like university applications mm-hmm. and college applications, um, I wanted to be a photographer. Right. And I really enjoyed editing and yeah. this and that. Like, if you knew me, I had a camera attached to my hip at all times. Right. This was before iPhones, by the mm-hmm. way. So, like, we had to carry both. Um, <laughs> and I remember my dad telling me, he's like, okay, so you need to pick a job that when, like, the economy drops, you still have Absolutely. employment. Yeah. And I'm like, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But if I build, a, like, a big enough business, then doesn't matter what the economy does yeah you're gravy right um i was not allowed to do that so now i have a business degree and twenty four thousand dollars of student loan debt that i don't know when i'm gonna pay off right <laughs> yeah like it's honestly it's crazy and that's it's wild to think that i'm having this conversation with my female boss because her kids one of her kids is gifted bless her heart mm-hmm. her other kid is just saucy and i'm so funny but mm-hmm. her gifted kid knows already what she wants to do i think she's gonna hit burnout in the next couple of years mm-hmm. but i'm just like it is fucking crazy for anyone to mm-hmm. expect a 16 17 year old to decide what they're gonna do for the rest of their life i know and like and they just stop shitting their pants like yeah like that. your mom still washes the shit stains out of your underwear and Literally. we're expecting and, and really, realistically, it's not 17, 18 year olds that we're expecting to figure it out. We're expecting 16 year olds because yeah. you have to, in high school, start taking the courses. In grade 10, you need yeah. to decide if you're going, it was before it was academic or applied. I don't know what it's called now. I know they changed it to be more inclusive. Um, yeah. But yeah, like in grade 10, what did I want to do? I wanted to play hockey and hang out with my friends and like, yeah, drink the occasional woodies. Mm hmm. Like that's or what vexed. I want. Yeah, maybe get like a Smirnoff ice in there. Like yeah. <laughs> that's. All. I didn't want to pick a career, and the only yeah. reason I'm in the career that I am in is because my family was in business. My grandfather, mm-hmm. so my dad's side, my mom's side's all in Europe. I don't know what they do to to be honest. Um, my my dad's side. So I'm out of ten grandchildren, I'm fourth Good. down from the top. The top four of us have the exact same degree. Wow. The exact same. Didn't plan it. Mm-hmm. Didn't. Just worked out. We all have different minors. We all mm-hmm. have the exact same major. Wow. Yeah. And it wasn't until the one that's nature like, versus nurture. Right? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so my cousin that's a year younger than us, he decided he was going to go to trade school. Bless his heart. He was not. He couldn't do university even if he wanted mm-hmm. to. Um, and like his parents made it an option. Right. And they said, like, if that's what you want to do, like, go ahead. He switched schools, like, six times, like, and they supported wow. him throughout the entire thing. And now he's got a great job. He's got a great girlfriend. They bought a house. They're renovating it. It's happily ever after, mm-hmm. you know, from what you see on the surface. Um, My cousin, that's the exact same age as me. We were both obviously applying for schools at the same time. And I remember my dad mm-hmm. sat me down and said, so your cousin, we're going to call him Davis. Mm-hmm. So your cousin Davis is thinking about going to college. What do you think? And I looked at my dad dead ass in the face and went, am I allowed to go to college? And he was like, no. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And I was like, oh, 
I don't yeah. have to get myself. Mind you, when I took my acceptance, my dad and the gravy train of money was still alive and well. Yeah. So I shouldn't have had $40,000 in debt. <laughs> I, so this, I think was what like fucked me up the most. My marks were really good. Mm-hmm. And I had, I had, what was it? I had 90% of my tuition paid. So that was like a scholarship. Right. Um, that was given to me by the university that I was going to. Um, we drove there like a couple weeks before I was supposed to move in. And I was like, mm, not doing it. Can't do it. Good for you. Yeah. And I was very, I honestly, I'm very lucky and thankful that my parents didn't push me and say like, well, there's nothing you can do about it. You're going. Um, but you know, I, and I look at so many people that we grew up with and people that I went to high school with, you went to high school with, and how many people went to post-secondary and then didn't end up staying at that school or they dropped out or so many. Yeah. And even I, how many years, I think I took three years off of education and then I went back at what, 21 or 20 or 19, whatever the fuck it was. Um, and I'm still not doing what I went to school for, you know, like I definitely use my education in my everyday life. Absolutely. However, like I'm not getting paid to do what I went to school for now. Like not at all. Yeah. Like think about our, our one friend who her and her now husband Mm -hmm. lived in a van across Mm -hmm. multiple countries. Yeah. She, she uh, got her degree in speech pathology. Mm -hmm. She's not a speech pathologist. Yeah. Not at all. Mm -hmm. But I mean, she's, she's fulfilled. I would say. She has, I, I messaged her not too long ago, like maybe a year ago. And I had said to her, you know, what, what like gave you the ability to like do this? Right. And I said, because I want to do it. (laughs) And I, I said, you are so brave for breaking out of that mold. Mm hmm. And also, you know, she comes from a South American background. Her mom's South American. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to give too many details, but, uh, you know, and a narrative that I'm sure was balked at her many times where it's like, well, you must do this A, B, C, D, because that's just what you do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she broke that mold and she did her thing and fuck she is living her best life and i tell you i i look at her and i look at her with envy not with not in a malicious way but it's like no. oh my god like good for you like yeah. bravo bravo you literally. fucking did it literally mm-hmm. you got out of the small town yeah you found the love of your life even though that's not a requirement mm-hmm. it's not yeah but she just happened to to find someone who she wants to share a bed with and a toilet for the rest of her life <laughs> weird flex but okay <laughs> um you know and yeah. they're doing literally whatever the fuck they want mm-hmm. 
And it's amazing. Yeah. And I don't know if, so for me, I've been single since the land before time. And that's just, (laughs) that's a me thing. Because let me tell you, no one comes up to the standards, not even close. Even when I lower my standards, they still disappoint. It's impressive. Um, Life isn't tailored Mm -hmm. for the single person. Adventurous. Absolutely right. Doing adventures, traveling mm-hmm. is not tailored for the yeah. single person. If I want to say go to the spa, for mm-hmm. example, because what who doesn't love going to the spa? Mm-hmm. The couple's packages are about fifty dollars more expensive than what I'm paying. Right. And it's double the services. Well, you know what? I'm just gonna pause you right there. If you want to go to a spa and get the couple's package, I'll fucking do it with you. anytime. Anytime. <laughs> I always like anytime time any girlfriend is like like hey let's you know let's do a spa usually that's like what I like to do I don't want to yeah. like go away and do nothing so usually it's like a spa trip mm-hmm. where we you know we might go the Friday Saturday we you know in the morning we have all our spa services and then you know mm-hmm. we have Saturday afternoon to enjoy and whatever and I always book the couples are you kidding me I don't care if they think I'm a lesbian yeah I will punch be a your box. domestic partner girl the fuck <laughs> do I care it's 2021 wake up yeah. Gladys yeah <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, Gladys. Like, the fuck do I care? That's a good one. Maybe that will be our title. Wake up, Gladys. Oh my God, yes. That's Love fucking it. funny. But um, yeah, and it's just like, because I want to get back now that the world's kind of more or less opening up, if you will. Mm-hmm. I want to travel again. And we talked about this last week on, on yeah. traveling and whatnot. Yeah. And it's just not tailored to the single individual. Like, I want to cut my costs in half. Like, I want to cut my hotel in half. I want to cut my car rental in half granted you can't cut your flight in half but so okay we can plan this off like off camera yeah i was looking at flights to bc they're like 200 dollars. dude i got a buddy out in alberta that's been begging me to come out and visit again so if you just want to let just come with me it's okay it's free accommodation (laughs) i honestly i've been thinking of like just fucking off by myself you know, just to clear my head. Um, and I was even talking to my sister, like, oh, we need, like she was saying, oh, let's rent a cabin, which is amazing. I think that'd be a great idea. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like also mountains. Hi. Hi, so, bitch. I fucking love mountains. So what I did when this was a couple years ago before I went overseas, I would go up to say like Tobermory. Mm-hmm. And Tobermory has some hostels and some some bed and breakfasts, those are right. great, especially in the small towns that don't have a hostel. Yeah. And I would just go up there and because they have beautiful hikes mm-hmm. before it gets too cold and especially in the summer, it's lovely. And I would just, I would do that. I would I'd book a night, book two nights and, and just fuck off. Yeah. And it is one, granted, I didn't get on a plane and did that. Well, I got on a plane and ran away for eight months. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like to do it on your own is so liberating it's so nice like even today i booked a concert ticket to go see the offspring and simple plan by myself did you really yeah spotify sent me a pre-sale code so i took it why didn't you fucking ask me (laughs) well i'm sure you can come with me because i so i always pick Mm. if i have to go by myself i always pick like a really awkward seat where no Mm. one's gonna sit on either side of me i make everyone uncomfortable I love because it's like one seat here and the other seat there. Like it would have to be like it would be like oh these two individuals are going to book together and hope that the person in the yeah 
hospital's gonna move over. I ain't moving over. <laughs> Amen. But yeah, so like I do shit like that. Like like I'm going to I'm getting on a, a train this weekend and going four hours west. Yeah. All my lonesome. Amazing. I am so proud of you. Thank um, you. It's the single lifestyle I want to live. <laughs> I just need more money. So I just have to wait until, you know, more money comes into my bank account from the job that I work that I have to go to every day. And my investments keep growing and I get to live the life I want to live. Sell those socks, baby. Sell those socks. <laughs> hey, Sean. Sean, if you're listening to this, I'm still available. <laughs> Hockey season has started again. I still nice have and right. feet. I still have feet. They still go into skates and they're still ripe. <laughs> yes. Love that. Um, well, I think that this has been beautiful. It's been wonderful. It's been very deep. Like I said, we're going deep here and we went deep. She said. We touched the cervix of it. That's what she said. And that's about but make sure you have a condom on. A safe sex, kids. You don't want any viruses or STIs or STDs floating around. Those Amen. are not fun. Or children, which. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that's what you're into, that's fine. But like for Charlotte and I personally. It's a no. Fuck that. It's a no for me, dog. It's a no for it's me. No for <laughs> which is ironic because I'm actually thinking about going off birth control after I've done this pack. And it's totally fine. We can we can talk about that. I just kind of um, see what my body's going to do to me. It's really just an experiment. I'm warning you, it will be fucked. I can't wait. It will be. When I went off it for like the first, I would say three months. Well, even now, but I have like a slew of other reproductive issues, but mm, it's like a, mm, it was bad. And oh, mood swings. Me. Oh my God. I, I can't wait to way. ruin my boss's. Honestly, mm-hmm. I just want to ruin my boss's day. That's mm-hmm. all I want to do. So this is just like. More ammo. Love that. Love that for me. Well, guys, thanks for listening to episode five. Thank you so much. We love you. And thank you to our subscribers. Like, you actually are willingly wanting to listen to us. Yes. I love Thank you. Tell your friends. And if you're smart enough and figure out who we are, we will plug you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Also, I just want to plug our Twitter handles. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find them down in the description, but my Twitter handle is at Hey Lydia with three A's and Charlotte's Twitter handle is at Char's web XOXO. I'm glad so, you know them. <laughs> I do. Cause I'm always on Twitter. I'm always tweeting people. You'll see if you, if you want to know what I fucking tweet about when I'm alone, follow me because it's intense um well thanks again everyone much love we love you guys enjoy your day your afternoon your evening your night whatever time zone you're in yeah enjoy it and just know that i am having a glass of wine for you (laughs) unclench your jaw drink some water and remember you survived 100 percent of your bad days take care bye-bye ciao thanks bye-bye Thanks, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.